Hey everyone, this podcast is part of Story Mode, the podcast network of Gamefully Unemployed. You can support us and gain access to other great exclusive podcasts at patreon.com slash gamefullyunemployed. That's patreon.com slash g-a-m-e-f-u-l-l-y unemployed, which is spelled like it sounds. Who the hell am I? I'm a construction worker. After the bathroom, I said be right back. I'm a cop, you idiot! Pasta. Oh, I'm Detective John Kimball. Who is your daddy? Answer the question. And what does he do? Put that cookie down now. Welcome to the very first episode of Into the Mister Universe, the show where we go inside of Arnold Schwarzenegger. Is that correct? Yes. Uh, I, I'm I'm one of the hosts. At least David Bell. We're at this is the the mission statement of this podcast is we're gonna get at least to like the second knuckle. Yeah. We're gonna second knuckle him. Mm-hmm. I'm your other uh, host, it, Tom Ryman. <laughs> and uh big big shout out to our producer, Norm from Cheers. Woo uh who wanted us to cover Arnold Schwarzenegger films. Mm-hmm. If you haven't figured that out yet, this is a podcast series dedicated to arnold schwarzenegger um something something we we rarely talk about his films that's true weirdly weirdly because we both grew up on his films Mm -hmm. uh you know uh movies like predator Mm -hmm. the terminator terminator 2 when i was in second grade i made a terminator 2 like coloring book thing Mm-hmm. Uh, like I, these are just, this is just our childhood. Uh, and maybe I'm wondering if that's why it never occurred to us to talk about, you know, it's like talking about back to the future where it's like, what is there to say? Uh, it's just like, ta- it's like talking about water. Yeah. We've already, we've already said everything that we can possibly say about it. So, yeah. Um, that said, we, I think we have a pretty good show for you guys. Yeah. Uh, in terms yeah, of how we had we're going to gonna yeah. explore Arnold Schwarzenegger. We had to figure out a way to talk about Arnold Schwarzenegger that wasn't just going to be like us being like, you remember in Commando when he does that thing? Yeah. That's pretty sweet. Remember how cool it is? Remember how sweet it is? <laughs> yeah. Which is why we're going to focus, at least in part, about uh, on, on like his character. Yeah. Uh, mm. Hence, into the Mr. Universe. Yes. Um, we're gonna we're gonna explore Arnold Schwarzenegger's characters as many you know almost like alternate versions of Arnold Schwarzenegger because they're all kind of like him. They're all basically they're all, Arnold. Uh, yeah, in a slightly different multiverse. Exactly. Uh, so that's how we're gonna look at it. We're also gonna go into like the side characters and just the movie in general. And if you've read the uh, title to this episode, you know. That we are starting at the beginning with Hercules in New York. Mm. Uh, we're not going to... We'll probably go chronologically for the most part, but we're definitely going to skip around. Yeah. Uh, but this felt like a good place to start, right? Yeah. Tom, what's your relationship with Hercules in New York? Oh, man. Hercules in New York is a movie I have been watching since high school. Yes. I, ha- I Actually, I had it on VHS. Oh, man. Mm-hmm. Which version? Uh, the one with his voice. Okay, good. Yeah. No, it was, it was, yeah, it was, it, 
it was a re-release. I don't know. This movie got like a second life in the late nineties. Um, I'm not sure why or what it was related to, but it, it got rediscovered somehow. Um, it got sold on eBay, I believe. Really? Uh, yeah, I believe it's something to do with the rights running out. Mm-hmm. Um, that's what I was reading on, like the really like the really sketchy IMDb uh, mm-hmm. trivia, which was that like the rights ran out, and I think it just got new life breathed like breathed into it at a certain point for that reason because someone someone got this movie, it got sold. And then they were like, well, shit, uh, I better do something with this. Although that was 2006 that happened, according to this thing I'm reading. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if that aligns with your... No, no, it was in, it was definitely still in the 90s when I was watching yeah. it. It was like 99. I mean, maybe you were ahead of the curve. Maybe, but I mean, I got... The VHS I got was like a new printing. That's what I was getting to. Oh, okay. Like, it was like, it was like a new... It was it was clear like the movie was was newly in circulation again, and it had a, a a thing on the front that said featuring Arnold's original voice track or something, so you would know when you bought it. Right. Um, and we keep mentioning that this movie uh, it was made in 1969, um, and it's like I think it's his very first film. It's his first movie debut film. He got it from his agent lying and saying that he had stage experience, uh, but meaning bodybuilding. Yeah, it's not really a lie. Yeah, it, it's the <laughs> it's the directorial debut as well uh, of um, fuck. Whoever I don't know the who fuck the directed this. Yeah, Arthur yeah. Allen um, Seidelman. Okay, um, and he let me see what it, where it's. Oh, he was a theater director. Um, and, uh, yeah, you can sort of tell first time it's a, it's supposed to be a zany comedy, right? Mm-hmm. And it just kind of, it it's weird. Like it's, it's in that realm of like, you can't tell if they knew something was funny or not. Yeah. It's definitely, uh, it's definitely hard to tell. It's, it's, you know, it's a pretty boring movie. Uh, but there are, are like a dozen moments of just purely incandescent brilliance. Yeah. Overall, um, the best comparison is that it's like a porn and they forget to get to the sex. Yes. Like everything feels like a setup for sex Mm -hmm. and then the sex doesn't happen. It's like, hey, why don't you come to my place with my daughter? And then they just have a conversation Mm -hmm. and then the movie moves on. It's a lot of that. Uh, and it's like just real shoddy looking. Yeah, uh, it is. It's like the lowest of low budget. Uh, there are some incredible moments on Mount Olympus and in 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 Hell uh, yeah. when they go there, where you can just hear the steady droning of traffic. Yeah, I wanted to talk about that later. Is Mount Olympus in this? If we are to like, I I feel like when we talk about this, the side characters. And the world, it's like, we have to take it at face value. So this is a world where Mount Olympus just has traffic. Mm -hmm. Like, that's apparently the intent of the filmmaker, as far as I'm concerned. Yes. is It's like a shitty Mount Olympus that looks like like a bad, like, Shakespeare in the park. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's so fucking shoddy. 
Zeus has fucking like, what rebar, rebar, lightning bolts. Yeah. Um, and again, that's the sort of thing where it's like I can't tell if that was a joke, or if that's just all they could afford. Uh, the movie looks terrible. Like, mm-hmm. what I mean by that is like it was it was filmed in that like trash time where the snow melted, but it's not spring, or at least it looks that way. Yeah. Like this, this movie to, was like, filmed in like February in New York yeah. City <laughs> or March. They go maybe. to like the park for a date, for their second park date, and it looks like they're in like the bottom of a quarry. Like it's just like shitty like sewer water. That's also that scene like, that scene where they go for the the handsome cab ride <laughs> in Central Park is also one of the worst day for night scenes. Yeah. The whole the like, movie just looks sh- bad. They show you the sky in a lot of it. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> it's like drab. Like it's for a so bad it's good movie. It is pretty boring and drab. Yeah, it's, uh, that's that's the biggest strike against it. Is it's so visually not interesting. Like they had so little money that yeah, it's it's just like a dull slog a lot of the time. But. Um, the moments of brilliance come from shit like when you hear somebody honk their horn a bunch in hell or uh, yeah. when Arnold fucks up his line and just stops and starts it over again. Yeah, Arnold is terrible. Ar- he is he is like he is so bad in this movie. It's it's like like the rest of the movie. You're like wondering, is he doing this on purpose? Yeah, like, does he, re- he said this movie was a mistake. Yeah, but he's being, I think, he's being bad in a way that is extremely funny. Yeah, I think it's he can't quite speak the language yet, mm-hmm. right? Oh, yeah, yes, yeah. That, yeah, uh, and he's trying to do, like, again, like a zany comedy. Like, not quite like a Zucker comedy, but like... Like it's it's a weird it's this it's again it's like a theater director it's like theater comedy, uh, and it just doesn't quite it doesn't quite work and he's not going to do another movie for three more years after this and that movie he's going to play a uh, like a thug mm-hmm. in a scene uh, and he really doesn't like get going until uh, so like twelve Conan. years after yeah, until this like nineteen eighty two Conan yeah. Yeah, and at Conan, even then, like they're like he shouldn't ha- he shouldn't talk much, you know. Like the Terminator, they're like it's best if he's fairly silent. Like they're still working around that. Mm-hmm. It feels like. Yeah, and of course in this, he's credited as Arnold Strong. He's credited as Arnold Strong. We mentioned his original audio track. Uh, I mean, everybody probably this, they covered this movie on how did this get made, so it's had like a yet another absolute second yeah, life. It's after the one I was talking about. Yeah. So people are already probably aware that he was famously dubbed over by some fucking hero who just he reads all this like I am Hercules. Like that's what his dub sounds yeah, like. Yeah, it's incredible. And it's so goddamn funny as people who have been raised on Arnold Schwarzenegger like watching this movie, I have no trouble understanding him, but that's because I've been watching Arnold movies for almost 40 years. Right. There are lines which when you really like step back from them, you're like, yeah, I can't understand a fucking word he's saying. There's there. some, there's something he says to Mercury in the bathroom of his hotel room, which he has so many meetings with gods in his hotel room. Yes, he does. Uh, <laughs> but there's something he <laughs> says. There's something he says to him in that bathroom shot where he's talking about how like, 
I saw a man pretending to be Hercules in Times Square. People were showering him with phrases. They know me or something. <laughs> he says that essentially, but my God, like it was really hard <laughs> to be. It's really that tough. Dialogue. And watching these other yeah. people try to play off of him. The one of the funniest things you can watch for in this movie is when he's in a scene with somebody else. There's always a too long pause. Once he's done speaking and before another actor starts speaking. And I'm like 90% sure it's because they have no idea what he's saying and they're not sure if he's finished yet. There, there are absolutely no chemistry between any of the actors. They're just, they're just say, waiting for their lines. Yeah, the main lady is doing an okay job. She's doing okay. Uh, and I guess I would get to that later, but I feel like it's because... Her character basically just wants to fuck Hercules and doesn't care that he probably has a, like a mental health issue. Right? Yeah, he's like, <laughs> like he's, she's just like he thinks he's Hercules. Oh well, look at his muscles. <laughs> it's he, like all right. He thinks he's Hercules, and he got into eighteen fights within the first yeah. twenty minutes of being on American soil. She doesn't give a shit. Nope. She um, is DTF. Should we? All right. For before we get into it, because we haven't actually gotten into it. Should we explain the plot of this movie? We can. And real quick, Hercules is in Mount Olympus. <laughs> he uh, He's like, I don't know, Dad, I want to go to Earth. He's bored. And he's bored. Yeah, good. And, and, and like, in his defense, Olympus looks boring as shit. Olympus looks boring as shit. Olympus looks like it, a staircase and a brick wall. In the middle of Central Park, shitty brick walls in Mount Olympus. Yeah, it looks it looks like a like a discount orgy is going to happen. It looks like the courtyard of a shitty chain hotel. Yeah, and so he's like, I want to go to Earth, uh, and he does that, and he well, crashes into the ocean. Well, Zeus blasts him out of Olympus because they get it. They, right. they get into an argument about it. Zeus doesn't want him to go, so he's absent with a lightning bolt and fucking launches him into the sea yeah and then saves him he gets to new york he meets a man uh which we'll get to named pretzi uh who's just a real bummer of a guy pretzi and he just goes on a series of adventures right he gets well everybody's like look how strong he is pretzi becomes like his manager friend yeah he goes on a series of adventures what happens he he wanders into the middle of some college athletic practice. Uh, that gets the attention of this professor who tries to set him up on several dates with his daughter. Yeah, uh, gets involved in in uh, really low level pro wrestling uh, with, yeah. with a bunch of equally low level mobsters. Yeah, um, and then leaves. Like th- that says he's a real comer. They just call him a comer. They do call him a comer. Yeah, and then he gets it. he gets involved in a little bit of crime. He gets his powers taken away briefly, mm-hmm. right? And then yep. he gets them back, and he leaves. Yeah, and he leaves Pretzi. He just abandons Pretzi. He uh, he does like the biggest Irish goodbye. He takes Pretzi up to yeah. the observation deck of the Empire State Building, and then just disappears. He's like, "You're free now." Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's like Harry and the Hendersons. Yeah. It's like, look, I took you up here in case you need to jump, Pretzi. Uh, I'm I'm heading out. You're a fucking bummer, man. And then he 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 taps him on the radio in his in his dubbed voice. <laughs> you notice when he oh, yeah. when he contacts Pretzi, it's, it's yeah. in his dubbed voice. That's also 
they're also doing like a vocal effect to make it sound like it's like magical coming through the airwaves, right. which has the effect of making it also unintelligible. Yeah. Like the voice over the radio is even more impossible to understand than Arnold himself speaking. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's, that's pretty much the, uh, 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 that's the story, right? Yeah, that's Hercules story? in New well, York. Let's let's get into it because I feel like there's going to be a lot here. Um, let's start with our first uh, section called "Technically Not Arnold." Okay. Um, this is where we just talk about how does he? It's how is this Arnold Schwarzenegger? How is this not Arnold Schwarzenegger? Um, is this someone who you know? Is is Arnold Schwarzenegger quantum leaping from like person to person? Uh, is that is that how we justify his character? Uh, are these multiple universes Schwarzenegger? How is he different in this? Um, I would actually say this is the most different Schwarzenegger is going to be. Yes. For for starters, he is technically not Arnold Schwarzenegger. He is Arnold Strong. He's Arnold Strong. So we're already in a wholly different universe. Yeah. He's in he is in a universe where people are like Schwarzenegger, no way that'll sell. You're Arnold yeah, Strong never heard of now. And you can tell mm-hmm. because the way all right, if we look if we look at this we look at him like an actor in this. What do you <laughs> think Schwarzenegger is trying to do here? <laughs> um I think we like Mercury at one point calls him simple and childlike. Yeah, and I wonder if they put that in after the fact. <laughs> that is maybe it, though he is like a he's like a dog in this. Yes, yeah, he he doesn't understand things. Um and it's not and it's not just because he's a big guy and his delivery <laughs> is stilted. Like he is written uh a lot of the comedy comes from Hercules just doesn't understand what things are, or how they work. Yeah, but also that he's really happy and enjoys violence. He he, uh, he scampers into so many assaults. Yeah, this is this movie is technically like a slow rampage. Yeah, this is one man's deranged crime spree. Yeah, there's a there's a because his accent is much more thick in this. Mm-hmm. Um, he sounds like he might be kind of drunk too. Yeah. Because it just feels like he 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 can't quite speak the language as well, mm-hmm. so it's it's this like slurring speech, smiles, um, just like goofy like he's he's charming, yeah. um, and he's unsure of himself, and he's kind of like he's still there's a charisma here, mm-hmm. um. But not like an actor charisma. You know what I mean? No, it's he's charismatic because we already know who Arnold is and we like him. Yeah, yes. But I would say also like... There's also... There, yeah, there is also a there's, weird there's charisma. There's like an innocence. Yeah, to the, the idea of this character who is... Uh, basically, he's the giant baby and honey, I blew up the kid. Yeah. Yeah, he doesn't quite understand what's going on or his own strength. He definitely doesn't understand consequences. No. And, like, I think the idea was... So, I think the way this character was written Mm -hmm. was to be funnier, right? Not funny in the way Arnold's funny in this, Mm 
but funny, like more bratty. But the brattiness like comes across more as like he just doesn't understand. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Where yeah. like they try to do that a couple times where they're like, like where he's on the boat and the guy keeps making excuses for him. And he's like, where they're like, oh, he probably didn't understand what you meant when you said he ne- did, wasn't working. And he's like, no, I just didn't want to work. Yeah. And like, <laughs> it's supposed to seem like a dick, but he just sort of, he yeah, he comes across as like a child. Mm-hmm. He's just a weird big child. Like, you know what I mean? Where it's like, he doesn't, it's not that he doesn't understand. Like, yes, he doesn't understand like the world that he's in, Earth, which is a weird idea for a god, right? Well, he's been on Olympus for 2,000 years. Yeah. A lot's changed, but, man. All right, that's fair. And I guess that is the idea, but it also feels like he doesn't understand like basic human interactions. He definitely doesn't, yeah. Stuff that like he would have known on Olympus. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you'd think he'd at least be familiar with the concept of work. Yeah. He's simple in this. Yeah. He pitches a fit over, they pass by a p- movie poster about a Hercules movie, and he loses his goddamn mind. Right. He's like, oh, who is this is pretending to be Hercules? Doesn't even look like me. Pulls off his shirt. <laughs> middle of Times Square. Doesn't give a fuck. Is, okay, is it that he's simple, or is that the gods are just like this? Because the other scene I'm thinking of, which is um, one of my favorite lines ever meeting someone for the first time, he meets the, like the professor's daughter's friend and immediately asks, is he your lover? He sure does. Like in this really friendly way, like he just wants to know. He's just like, look, I want to know what's going on here. Right. It really, you know, like, yeah, it really is just a, and he, he says it like a question. It's not like, yeah, it's not like needling. He just says, no, it's, it's almost like he's like, yeah, he's almost like, look, am I going to fuck both of you? Um, Yeah. What kind of stitch is this? Yeah. Like he, and so it's like, there's the childlike nature, but it's n- but also that he's just like, yeah, I'm I'm totally DTF. I understand yeah, that f- stuff. So, so I like I I came I came to this apartment under the impression that I was fucking everyone here. Right. Um, there's no there's no social like boundaries for him that there are for other people. Right. For humans. Yeah. To the point where Pretzi is telling him in that same scene because he, he like he starts saying it's like, yeah, you look like Athena or, or Venus to the to the daughter. Yeah, uh, he's basically calling her a goddess, and Pretzi's like, "You gotta chill with that, right?" While calling women dames and broads, it, right? Yeah, Pretzi's like, "You can't talk to broads. You can't that call way. a dame a goddess." It's like, well, I can Pretzi. Pretzi's, god damn it, Pretzi. We'll get into Pretzi. Yeah, we will. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we will. But yeah, it's it's weird because like. I guess what I'm getting at is the the it almost works because it's like he it's like he's a fucking alien in this. Um his tone, the way he talks, the weird discomfort everybody around him. And if you think about like if a god came down to earth, uh he would be kind of fucking awkward, right? Or we'd be awkward. Mm-hmm. Like there their morals it would, would it be would different. Be, it wouldn't be an easy interaction. No, it wouldn't. It'd be weird. It'd be weird and awkward, and the god would probably be like, yeah, I don't care who I fuck. Fucking, I, uh, again, I assumed I was fucking everyone. I, yeah, I, I'm I'm down here to fuck everybody. And, is and that, just is be that really not open the case? Like, 
<laughs> yeah, would just randomly fight people because he didn't know that that's something you can't do. Uh, like, I get it. I get why Schwarzenegger was picked for this. Um, and I get the idea of the character mm-hmm. that's like that was on the page. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, it it feels kind of lost because it's just it's fucking Schwarzenegger. Um, uh, a little. I think the character still comes across. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. It, like the fact that he doesn't know he's not an actor. He doesn't really know what he's doing. Uh, and he speaks like his accent is so thick that it fucks up the other actors in the scene. Right. Like it really, it really is. You watch this movie. There, there are so many pregnant pauses in this movie. And a lot of it comes when Arnold finishes a line. <laughs> Right, because it's like they're like, "Is he done? Is he done? Okay, he's done. My turn." Uh, yeah, is he done? I don't know if he said the thing he's supposed to say. Right, but exactly. I'll just yeah, <laughs> say what I have memorized. Yeah, well, I'll say the thing that Hope comes that it matches up. after his line. Yeah, uh, so that that kind of works because it throws like everybody is behaving like he's an alien. Exactly. So it I think does it kind of work, works, but yeah. it. I think what I guess what I'm saying is it does technically work, but watching the movie, you don't think that's why it's happening. You know, like clearly it wasn't planned that way. The pauses, the awkwardness, it's not because they were told this is he's like a god and act like he's an alien. Oh, hell no. They're doing it because Arnold Schwarzenegger is like a fucking alien. Right, because they don't know what to do around him. So, yeah, I guess what I'm saying is the casting actually works. It just didn't mean to. Uh, work the way it inte- like that it happened. Uh, yeah, by accident or accident yeah. accidentally is uh gonna be a major uh adverb in yeah. this movie. <laughs> but yeah, this is so not like Arnold. Like it's there's this lack of confidence more than anything else. I would say where he doesn't quite know. He's very uncertain. Yeah. Yeah, he doesn't quite know if anything is working. But he's happy to be there. Mm-hmm. There's a really great moment that is def- was definitely not intended, but they left it in the movie because it's I guess it's kind of cute. Uh, where it's it's where they're on their their date and they're walking through New York City. You know, they see like the, right. they see like the Atlas statue, then they go down to like some pond or something, and he trips. I missed that. Oh, oh wow. it's it's like it's it's they're walking uh, into the background. Uh, away from the camera and it's there's no sound it's just like the the score by the way the score of this movie is just endless greek music right it that also felt like it was supposed to be like a very specific type of comedy mm-hmm. yeah it's definitely meant to be zany yeah um and he trips he he like trips over a grate or something and the the actress keeps walking but arnold stops and like he puts his like you can see he's laughing, he puts his hand on his head, uh, and then he starts to turn back towards the camera. So it's clear like he thought the shot was blown. But they just right, le- they just left it in the movie. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's great. Yeah. He's like, shit, I tripped. Oh well. Yeah, he's having a blast. Yeah. <laughs> I like when he leaves the ship, he just picks up a random object and throws it. <laughs> yeah. Uh like a real like a real dickhead. Or when he gallops up to the when they're when they're leaving and he just gallops over to the forklift and starts fucking with the guy for no reason. Yeah. Like that guy wasn't no, even trying thing. to beat him up. He was just driving guess, a forklift. That's the that's again, kind of it kind of works. 
and it kind of doesn't you almost need a like a better actor to like i i feel like hercules was supposed to be a surprisingly complex character because he kind of bullies people not intentionally Um, but yeah not intentionally but the way i it reminds me of like when you play god of war and like the people running around just the humans they don't matter and i feel like there's supposed to be that element uh especially at the beginning when like the cabbie who we'll get to but when he's just like i don't have money i'm gonna tip your livelihood over because he just doesn't give a fuck and like in the pairing of him with pretzi yeah is a weird pairing because he's kind he's hercules is kind of a sociopath he doesn't care about people or he's not supposed to at first and he's just sort of like um uh uh he he's um you know he's boastful mm-hmm. uh and he's just kind of a prick and i think the idea is slowly throughout the movie he's supposed to understand humans more yeah right that might have when been the idea he loses power <laughs> but yeah doesn't... and that got lost like his goodbye to pretzi mm-hmm. and like the idea that he gets a relationship i think that was the idea is he goes to earth and he doesn't care and then he slowly learns their ways and that gets kind of lost yeah like him not paying for a cab is a dick move. Well, he and I think the I yeah he what's d- that? He just doesn't have any money, and he doesn't ever have to. Yeah, pay and it. he doesn't understand. Yeah, um, they should have done something at the end, like when he takes that caveman's uh, chariot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just a caveman, like, just randomly in in the middle of Times Square. Yeah, that hot dog man. Again, that was clearly a bit. It's a bit. It's it the world's most dedicated work. hot dog. Right, because there's no other joke in the film that's like that. Yeah, which is, again, that's a very, like, David Zucker joke. Yeah. Um. But, yeah, like, it, when he took that chariot, he could have paid for it or something. You know what I mean? Like, they could have had him sh- understand the value of, like, society. Because that's what the idea is about. It's about... You know, like Hercules, who's spoiled, goes down to Earth and learns that humans have it hard. Yeah. And that bl- playing by their rules. And Pretzi should have taught him that because Pretzi is a. It's just a. Pretzi is one of the hardest luck motherfuckers. Yeah. Like, Jesus, that guy's life. Oh, poor Pretzi. God should we. Damn all right. Pretzi. Should we get to the next section for this reason? Um, I think so. I. Yeah, I just want to say, this is the most, again, this is probably one of the most, like, I'd say in the script, like, written, complex Arnold characters. I feel like from, once he got famous, people would write movies for him. They wouldn't make the characters that complex, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, this is actually, like, a pretty complex character arc that I would say is blown. Because, uh, because of Arnold? <laughs> Yeah, because of Arnold, but it's still there. Um, yeah, I don't know. We'll see. This might. I just. I think this might be his most complex character. I mean, write it down. We'll see. We'll see. And that might be correct. Yeah. Um. All right. Next section called definitely not Arnold. Mm-hmm. We're gonna be talking about side characters, starting with fucking Pretzi, yeah. who sells pretzels. On these like d- these depressing fucking docks, 
again, everything is so depressing mm-hmm. in this movie. Yeah. Like when they're when he's doing like the long the long jump and like the shot put and stuff, it's in this like depressing ass field. Everything looks gross. And Pretzi is just fucking who is he selling these pretzels to? I don't know. The guy's coming off the boat, he's just standing there. Like he's yeah. he's standing there like he's waiting like he's a coke mule waiting for the boat to show up. That okay, coke mule. That makes sense. Yes. No, he is involved. Like there's a moment in that scene, well not in that scene, in the scene where he interrupts uh the practice or whatever and the professor invites Pretzi to have tea with them and Pretzi immediately thinks he's talking about drugs. Yeah, and he's like, "What are you a fucking cop?" Pretty much. Yeah. Man, uh, when Pretzi starts talking about Apollo mm-hmm. and like just assumes they're talking about the same guy that right. Pretzi knew. Right, yeah, because he, he's like, I know Apollo. He's like, oh, you know Apollo, huh? I'm like, Pretzi, yeah. there are a lot of dudes named Apollo. <laughs> Pretzi is a man. Or at least more than one. Like, again, this feels like it's the point. He meets Pretzi at Pretzi's rock bottom. Yeah. He doesn't have any money. And and Pretzi, like, the, the way Hercules acts, Pretzi is sort of okay with because Pretzi, I think, is supposed to be a man who doesn't fit in society. Or, like, a man who's... The, the, the society's kind of left him behind. Right. Um. Yeah. Well, no, I just think about the cab scene where he's just like, yeah, fuck him. Mm-hmm. Like, he doesn't care. Um, <laughs> you know, yeah, like we established, Pretzi doesn't have any money, so it wasn't like yeah. he was going to pay the cabbie, right? And he just he doesn't have the morality where he's like, we need to do something. He's like, yeah, he tips over the uh, the cab, and it's like, who gives a shit? I mean, there's a scene where Pretzi, when fucking he's sitting there talking to Mercury, Pretzi is drinking an entire bottle of whiskey. He says later that he drinks an entire fifth. Yeah. Well, you can see it in his hand. Yeah. It's down to the dregs. He passes out. He's like, ay, 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 like, and passes out because mm-hmm. I guess Mercury flies away. But he's passing out because he's shit-faced. Yeah. Because he's absolutely tanked. Yeah. Um, but that's the, it's, again, a thing where, like, there's no arcs, and it feels like there was supposed to be an arc where Pretzi's rock bottom, um, Hercury, Hercules learns, like, how hard life is from him. And then Pretzi gets better, but Pretzi doesn't get better. At the end when he's like, when he's like, ah, to think about all the great times we had. And they do a montage. They do a montage. Yeah, the it's montage is violence. the best part. It's all violence. The montage Pretzi- is like Hercules flipping over the cab, like ripping his shirt off in public. Yeah. Beating up uh, uh, the fucking dudes at the, uh, at the newspaper factory. Yeah, so it just feels like nothing was learned, right? No. Uh, Pretzi's memories is just like, I, I miss that violent maniac. Uh, who, it's just at no point does he ever, like, question Hercule- Hercules. Like, he never, he just doesn't care. Like, he just assumes this is a man who mm-hmm. uh, is... Uh, just out of his mind. I think Pretzi's been through enough shit in his life that he's just not asking questions anymore. 
He's through asking questions. Yeah, that's true. Old pretzy. If it's just a man who is, who is, uh, um, interested in him in any way, mm-hmm. it's got his back. Right. Yeah. Because the it's not like the question isn't whether Pretzi has been divorced. It's how many times. Oh yeah. Uh, how many times would you say? What do you think? I think he's thrice divorced. <laughs> thrice? Yeah, that checks out. There's definitely, uh, I mean, there's definitely a sadness there. <laughs> yeah. That's putting it Do you think gently. he has kids? Do you think he has any kids? Oh, probably. Yeah. Pretzi is, I don't know how to describe Pretzi for people who haven't watched this. Um... He, ah, man, he's like, um, that is tough. He kind of looks like a turtle. Sure. Like he's a, he's a, uh, a very small, uh, he look to me, he looks like he could be 30 or 70. Right. He's, impo- he's, 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 he's very, very small, very skinny. It's impossible to tell how old he is. His voice is very like old timey actor. He feels like he's, he's like, out of time for the seventies, right. even. Yeah, he's like nineteen twenties New York, is what he sounds like. Yeah, and he is, and he is just—he's a we, he has gr- grifter energy, but I don't think he ever really pulls any grifts. Not really. He does immediately get Herc into wrestling, so that's like we yeah, got—we got to learn how to make some money off of your stuff. muscles. Yeah, um, but it's like. It's like he wants to be that kind of grifter, but he's just not good enough. Um, it, it's he he's he's like uh, he's like he feels like bubbles in the wire, like he's playing the short game because all he wants is the next bottle. You know what I mean? Yeah, like that's how it feels. Mm-hmm. He's living day to day. You know, there he's living at that hotel with Hercule- Hercules and like, uh. He's not like uh he doesn't seem to have his own place, right? He de- he definitely doesn't seem to have any of his own money. No, not at all. And he leaves he leaves what meager pretzels he had as wares like in the cab. Yeah, exactly. And that's the th- it's again it feels like like here's the thing is does anybody call Pretzi Pretzi who has known him before we see him? No. We don't meet anyone who's known him before they see it. So is it possible that Pretzi doesn't sell pretzels on the docks? Yes. He just sells them that day. Yes. Because he stole the pretzels. Mm-hmm. That's what it feels like. Yeah. And again, like bubbles, like selling like um, like copper pipes and stuff in the wire, uh, where it's just, this is the grift of the day. Mm-hmm. Oh, Pretzi has sold he, copper before, too, for sure. Yes. He's going where the gr- gr- grift takes him. Like, that's what he's doing. Mm-hmm. Hercules is just, like, a new opportunity. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Where he's just like, hey, like look he's, at this strong, uh, the, all strong he, guy. Like, all he does. He is predatory. Right, he is yeah. predatory. All it takes for, uh, uh, Pretzi spots Hercules walking off the boat, beating the shit out of, like, eight guys, and then decides to fucking hitch his wagon to Hercules's star from that point right. on. He's like, I have got to ride with this dude wherever he is going. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, and it takes him all the way to the top of the Empire State Building, and then he bails on him. And again, I feel like there was supposed to be an arc there, because at the end, he's just like, I'm going to miss you, Herc. Uh, and and I think the idea is that Pretzi doesn't care about anybody, and then he meets Hercules, who he apparently cares about. Uh, and then he has a human connection? I guess. And then Hercules is like, I'm, I'll always be in your heart. And Pretzi is, I assume, probably going to be dead that week, right? From the alcohol. Uh, you know, he, what? how much longer do you, would you give Pretzi? Something is going to catch up with him before the end of that year, at, at least. Yeah. Yeah, because he's really, again, he's playing it fast and loose. Uh, this is rock bottom. Yeah. His adventure with Hercules ends with them getting chased by the mob. Yeah. That mob ain't going away. Hercules is gone. Yeah, Hercules, the mob is yeah, the, fucking still there. The mafia there. will still be there. Yeah. And they'll, they'll still God. remember the $20,000 they lost on you and your friend. Yeah. They're going to take Good that $20,000 out of Pretzi's ass. Wrestling mob, fat lips and nitro? Fat lips and nitro. I have... <laughs> There's, okay, it's three like like gangsters straight out of central casting. Uh, you got the main guy yeah. who's got his goofy little trilby and a, and a cigar. I don't remember what his name is. It's probably like Vinny or some shit. Uh, yeah. And then you got Fat Lips who's just frowning the whole time. Uh, and then you got this guy in the back who looks kind of like um, Polly from The Sopranos. Is that, I mean, they all. Is that the right look one? Like Polly from the Sopranos. Right. They all kind of look like Polly from the Sopranos. Let's let's but be I'm, real. Here. But I'm I'm just trying to get you the correct mental picture. That dude is named Nitro, and we never Nitro. Di- we never discover why yeah. he's named Nitro. His name is Nitro. That should be the name of like a skateboarder dude you meet at an Offspring concert. Like that's. That's not a that's not a mobster name. That's not a that's, that's the not name a of gangster like, from the seventies. It's a Mad Max character. Yeah, his like, name is fucking Nitro. Nitro. Why do they call it's you so Nitro, man? Weird. I must know. Is he the one? Who's the one who jumps from the car to the chariot? I think that's Nitro. That's why they call him Nitro, because he's too fast, too furious. That's true. Yeah, that's what Nitro's whole deal is. Mm-hmm. Because he's the only one who has the guts to try to tackle a giant Austrian man on a chariot. He just jumps from that car. Like, he doesn't care if he'll live or die. Mm-hmm. He's fucking Nitro, man. Yeah. To the extreme. Mm-hmm. That's why. Yeah. We, 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 yeah we, we, we solved it. We cracked it. We cracked yeah. the case. I definitely want to talk about the people who... Um, you know, think they can fight Hercu- Hercules? You're having real trouble saying Hercules. Sometimes I'm not. I can say it, Hercules. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. It doesn't matter. Yeah, no. I just, I just, I wanted to call you out on that so that you didn't. Sure. I wanted you to know that I was noticing. Okay, thank you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, make me self-aware. Mm-hmm. You know. Yep. Yep. Um, no, I want to talk about the people who uh, are trying to fight Hercules. Yeah, there's uh, there's a uh, way too many of them. <laughs> yeah, I want to. Well, special shout out to the cab driver, who looks like fucking sleazy P. Martini from Guar. 
Yeah. <laughs> like this this like shitty mustache. It's like the like shittiest he, caterpillar. Like it's a real bad mustache. Yeah. Even like for this dude should be ashamed because he's a cab he's a New York cab driver in the seventies. His mustache should be beyond reproach. Right. Like he should um, he should have a, a like a fucking legendary walrus thing <laughs> on his face. And he looks he looks like he's got like prosthetics on. I don't know. I don't want to shame this man, but like if you Right, if he you, looks like an imagineering look, character. Yeah. Uh like and he, like he looks like he's gonna fucking pop out at you at the haunted mansion. Yeah. And like he is probably the most tragic character in this movie. More tragic, I would say than uh pretzy because like he needs that two dollars mm-hmm. <laughs> he's like it'll be two dollars and they're like I-, I don't have any money and he gets out and he tries to fucking fight hercules and uh like he's i don't know i he's he's a, he's not a big guy no and Hercules just sort he of is, throws him into the bushes. Oh, oh we're gonna uh, we're gonna have to unpack that a little bit. But uh, yeah, let's do it right now. Yes, just just for clarity, just for clarity, he is the cab driver is is what you would describe as schlubby. Schlubby is the right word. Yeah, and Hercules is Arnold Schwarzenegger in 1970. Yes, and this motherfucker throws a punch. Well, he grabs him. He grabs Arnold by he the grabs shirt, him. <laughs> and and Arnold yeah. says. How dare you touch Hackles? But he says it as the yeah, he says it as they're turning away from the camera because he immediately grabs the guy and throws him off the road into the trees. But he says it as he's turning away from the camera, so it's like it's like how dare you touch Hackles? Like right, what it sounds like it's, it's like a home movie. <laughs> yeah, the whole thing. It's the very, whole it's like movie is like wrestling. that. Yes, the whole movie in the very last scene when the mobsters chase him to the newspaper factory and they're climbing all over the newspaper drums and shit, uh, uh, the professor hoists uh, his daughter up on one of the drums and then they pull, they pull Herc up there at one point. Cause he's getting, he's getting beat. He doesn't have his powers back yet, but like they have lines in, in those shots and you simply cannot hear them because yeah. all you can hear is the pro wrestling, like foot, foot scuffing across the concrete and people going like, mm, mm. The sound on this movie is not good. Yeah, it's. Y- I think it's because they didn't do the mixing on the non, uh, like dubbed version. I think. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's that's why the um, that has to be why the voice on the radio is not Arnold, right? They must have done it way yeah, after filming. Yeah, but going back to the cabbie. I just he throws him into the bushes mm-hmm. and it's so awkward and weird. Right, it doesn't look devastating. It just looks like it's no. like kind of a pain in the ass. Like the dude just kind of falls down a little hillside into the yeah. into the bushes. And then he demolishes his livelihood and they leave. And I just can't like he probably cried in those bushes for a while. Like that's a bad day. He probably has a family mm-hmm. and he can't drive a cab no more. His cab is wrecked. Yeah, it got flipped over. It's I mean, it's going to at the very least need a, some repairs. Like he must have there's it feels like there's a lot of economic depression in this. Mm-hmm. That guy because that's the only way I can justify this guy willing to get his ass kicked for $2, much like those dock guys who are like, "Let's fight this man with a board because there's 20 bucks in it." 
Right, and they're only trying to fight him. Like, the boat people are only trying to fight him because he's trying to leave. And it's like, right. hey, where's he going? It's like, he doesn't fucking work for you. Yeah, right. Like, the boat you scooped him up out of the ocean. Are you trying to fucking press gang him? Yeah, the, 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 the boat low-key tries to enslave him. Like, yeah. they're just like, we picked you up in the ocean. You're ours now. Uh, and so, like, it's not when he's like, I didn't want to work. It's like, yeah, man. He didn't ask to work just because yeah. you saved his life. It's yeah, fucking he's, weird. He's not part of the crew. Like, what the like, fuck is... But everybody seems, like, desperate. And then, yeah, those dock guys, they're like, 20 bucks, whoever gets that guy. And they're all like, oh, yeah, 20 bucks. And they just, like, try to gang beat Arnold Schwarzenegger. Um, who, once again, is Arnold Schwarzenegger. Right. In 1970. Right. This I is pumping say, like, iron, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah. Even Mount Olympus feels like they don't have enough money. <laughs> feels like they have oh, some yeah. sort of depression Feels like it's a there. real desperate sitch up on Mount yeah. Olympus, too. Zeus throwing his fucking <laughs> shitty bolts, causing right. and benches to tip over. He has a little, he has a boy behind him that's like, he has like a, he yeah. has a, a lightning boy that's just carrying his quiver of arrows. And so we see how many arrows we see exactly how many arrows zeus has and it's less than six yeah like that no, he can't afford that's, that many that's arrows. The, that's the dire situation just, that's happening up on mount olympus yeah seriously yeah i thought i thought zeus could just conjure lightning right well mercury has to take a chopper with other people yeah he has to share his chopper. it's like a tour mercury that's a helicopter shows up tour. yeah in a helicopter and like like four people get out before Mercury gets out. Yeah. He's not in the first out. Yeah, it's like Mercury. You can't afford your own private ride, man. Yeah, well, I mean that's. I, Hercules tastes a pretzel and calls it food for the gods. Food for the gods, and that's salted bread. Yeah, it's just fucking bread, man. Yeah, haven't you eaten like a, like a supernatural boar? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Didn't you Apparently kill like not. the? what like the Nemean lion yeah tell me that that lion didn't taste as good as this pretzel that that pretzi stole from a convenience store it's uh yeah so like i don't know it feels like nobody i guess you could argue that the filmmakers didn't have money but everybody seems really stressed out about money and like right like even the gods can't afford well, one like, one of the luxuries. Yeah, one of the big plot points is Zeus sends Nemesis down to to punish Hercules by sending him to Hades for a hundred years. But uh, Hera intervenes and is like, "No, no, you should uh, give him this dust that'll take his god powers away." Um. Uh, and then and then Nemesis is like, "Well, what if he gets killed?" Uh, and she says, well, if he gets killed, that means he's just going to get sent to hell, which is where he was supposed to go anyway, right? So, hey, win-win. So Nemesis goes to hell to talk to Hades and is like, can you get – you might want to try to take advantage of of old, of old Hercules um, and get him down here. So he goes up and places a bet uh, with with the gangsters. Like he – that's right. that's his whole plot is he goes and places a $20,000 bet – Campbell on Hercules to lose and that's like his big plan it's like you're the you're you're Hades this is 
Right. Like he literally, Hades, he, he causes 20 grand. He, apparently he causes a blackout across all of New York yeah. city so that he can emerge from the underworld. But my man needs $20,000. Apparently I guess human money. I don't know. Do they all have like places on, it, it really feels like we like d- are doing better than the gods, like humans in general It in this movie. At the, at, at the very least, it seems like we're doing pretty much the same. Yeah, like, <laughs> pretty much, pretty much the same. Yeah. Um. So, other characters I want to give a shout out to. There's of course the the plane, mm-hmm. the plane folk, and the old woman who they put an oxygen mask on and she passes out. Mm, yeah, that's not good. That's not good at all. Wanna, what's wanna, what's in that? Yeah, you want to check that line. Yeah, something's happening on that plane. Yeah. That's all I have for the plane. Though. Yeah. Um, I also want to talk about the bear man. The bear because is tremendous for a number of reasons. Well. <laughs> what were you going to say? Let me hear it. As, okay. The, you're, you, I know what you're going to say because the bear is a man in a bear suit. Yes. And what you imagine is that you would put a bear in, in a bear suit and you'd say, "Act like a bear," but he does That's not what do he that. does. <laughs> <laughs> he acts like a man. Well, and like uh, like a drunk man, like a weird. I I guess my head for this is that the bear is in fact just a maniac mm-hmm. who like who convinced was, everybody he was a real bear was or it, something was and being, hangs out in that cage. Yeah, he was being kept in a cage in the Central Park Zoo. Yeah, and he got out be- because the, I was my first question was like, "Who let the bear out?" And I was, "Oh, it was probably he let himself out because he has man hands." He let the bear out. Yeah. Um. Uh. The, the one of the okay. <laughs> Another tremendous <laughs> thing about the bear is it. Yeah, it's kind of behaving like a man, but in this in the couple of shots they show before he starts it getting into a fist fight with Hercules yeah uh, is he's walking through central park like a gorilla yeah like he's doing and the like, wrong animal yeah and like was that a joke i don't know is it a joke i don't know because the sound effects they play for the bear are also a different animal <laughs> Yeah, they're playing like mountain lion, like wow, wow sounds right. for the bear. And if it's a if it's a joke, what's the joke? What's the joke? <laughs> yeah, it's like what the like fuck it, is is this? Is this like some like real roundabout way to make some sort of chimera reference? Yeah, because like I, I don't Greek know. I think the director was shit? just like, I think it's fun. Yeah. Or maybe they got the bear costume and they were like, okay, here's okay, that that's the day for night scene, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. Is there a plot reason for that to be night? No. So what if they got the bear suit and they're like, "Fuck." Oh wait, I know what the uh, I know what the plot reason is. Well, I don't know what the plot reason is. Um, I know what the the logistical reason is. Well, it's probably just cheaper. They're shooting all in one day. Yeah, you you don't want to film at. I guess it you don't. They probably didn't have the money to do a, a night shoot in Central Park, but also like, yeah, the footage they got from the Central Park Zoo was clearly after hours, right? Because they couldn't, you know. I mean, I I think they stole a lot, right? Probably. There's there's some weird, there's some weird shit in this. 
There's some weird shit in this. Um, I mean, this bear scene for one. This bear so scene. So I wonder is if they. Wild, I wonder yeah. if they saw how bad the costume is and they decided, "Fuck it." That might be. Let's it too, play it yeah. for laughs. Yeah. Well, and then they were like, "I don't give a shit. Add those noises. I don't. Uh, who gives?" Like, I feel like there was a lot of drinking in post-production and, mm-hmm. like, depression. Oh, yeah, yeah. Pretzi wasn't the only person hitting the Johnny Walker red. No. Um, I, yeah, though, I, that might be it, because, like, the whole bear thing is just, it's it's so absurd, and it's played up to be, like, he leaps off the chariot and starts fist fighting it, and the his date, the, the professor's daughter, at first is like, oh, no, you know, like, screaming, and then she starts getting into it. She's like, beat him up, Hercules! Beat yeah. him up! And then, and then he's just beating this. Then he's just man in a bear the suit, fucking hell out of this guy in a bear suit. Yeah, and I can't, you can't see anything else than a man in a bear suit. So I'm just seeing like him beating up like I don't know this guy who thinks he's a bear, uh, who probably just needs to be arrested. You know, I mean, at the very least, he should be arrested. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I count bear the bear I'm, for, I'm, I'm, for I'm, his I'm, own safety. <laughs> My headcanon is this is a bear. Uh, a man dressed as a, a bear. A man dressed as a bear. Yeah, that's fair. Um, we have some final characters that we haven't talked about, Tom. Mm-hmm. And that is the professor and his daughter. Yes. So they see him on the trash baseball field. I think, yeah, uh, they see him on the trash baseball field. Um, they immediately become smitten with his power. Right, they go to Pretzi and they say, "Would you like to have tea with me and my daughter, Pretzi? You weird grifter, mm-hmm. uh, who's like really sketchy." And he says, "And you know, bring your friend along," which means that like Arnold is technically like optional. Like maybe Pretzi could have just shown up. He could have by that by the rules of that invitation. He could have just showed up without Hercules, yeah. but it is clear. They're inviting Hercules. Like they don't. They don't yes. want to have dinner with. They don't have tea with Pretzi. They want to have and tea with like, the, the the jacked Austrian man. Yeah, who he wants his daughter to bone. This is while he watches. This is what I think because as they're walking up, we're introduced to them by say by them walking up to watch these college these college boys uh, mm-hmm. uh, practice for the Olympics. <laughs> apparently, because apparently they're not wearing any university apparel they're all just wearing no. tra- generic track suits that say usa <laughs> on the back the, the whole thing is sketchy mm-hmm. it's really i also love that <laughs> the whole thing hercules, is suspect yeah i love that hercules doesn't he's not that much better than them like he throws pretty far well what's but not like <laughs> not like that far what's funny about those shots is they don't show us like I think they they do. It's all reaction. Yeah, they do for the they do finally for the uh, javelin, but for the discus and the long jump, they do not show us how far he went. No, because I think Schwarzenegger can't throw or jump. Well, I mean they they never. I'm saying the movie doesn't. Like it. it oh yeah. It never shows you. It never establishes the geography and then shows you the no. distance, the discus or his jump <laughs> traveled. They just yeah. don't show that. It is a, you it is ju- a bad movie. You just, they just show people reacting. Yeah, they, going, they, you, what? You see him throw the discus. It shows people reacting. Then you see the discus land on the ground, but like it's a close-up. So you have no frame of reference for how far away it is from where he started. And it's the same thing with the right. jump. It's They just forget to show you the distance that it traveled. Right. 
Um, but anyway, the point I was making is when they're when they're walking up, he's like he's talking about all the student athletes. Like uh, I've, I'm teaching many of these boys, and I'm happy to report that they have brains as well as brawn. And then she's like, Ew. Uh, so I th- <laughs> and it's and it's clear like they have a rapport with that guy Ron or Rod, whoever he asks, is he a lover? Uh, later. Yeah. Um, he's one of the student athletes. So I think the professor's a eugenicist, and he's like huh. he's like trying to find like uh, uh, the perfect the mate. perfect mate for his daughter to create an another an theory is that another theory is it's not his daughter. Uh, it's just something they like to role play. Oh yeah, yep. Uh huh. They're getting there because they're going. They're looking for a third. Yeah. 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 They're just inviting men over. Mm. Because, yeah, they just, they they invite a stranger to their house. And then it's, like, really creepy when they, Arnold's showing up in his impossible suit. Lord knows where he got that. Um, but they're just, like, kind of quietly. He's perfectly like, tailored in this room. Suit. What's that? His perfectly tailored suit. Where did yeah. they get that? <laughs> no idea. No the fucking only... idea. He probably beat up a tailor. I was going to say, the only explanation is he stole it because he doesn't have any money yeah pretzy no. sure as hell doesn't have any money yeah yeah no he uh pretzy he dev- beat somebody pretzy up. doesn't have any money and definitely doesn't have a suit for like a fucking six foot austrian giant there's an off-camera assault oh yeah but yeah and then and then he's like it just feels weird and uncomfortable that that like tea invite right it, the, the only- it feels like they're either gonna fuck them or kill them Maybe like both. Yeah. Um, and then that little fucker tries to fight Hercules, and that's that's another that's incredible. Yeah, that's another cab driver situation where it's like, yeah. Even if he is like talking shit, uh, and is like saying I'm Hercules from Mount Olympus, like I'm a, I'm a, I'm literally a demigod. Yeah, that's weird. And like, yeah, he's he's maybe behaving out of line, but also he's still uh, just a gigantic beefcake. Like he's yeah. he's still a beefcake by terrestrial human standards. So like, yeah, maybe don't try to punch him in maybe the stomach don't. with your hundred and fifty pound ass. I have a theory, but it doesn't quite work with that guy because later that guy is part of the cult of Herc. He's in the Herc. Yeah, he's like I like yeah. him too, even if he did crack two of my ribs. Which, by right. the way, pretty sure that dude's lying about getting his ribs broken. Do you think? Yeah, because what happens is he he punches Herc like three or four times in the in the stomach, and then Hercules just picks him up. Like he just picks him up yeah. uh, on I his shoulders. He, like bent him, so his ribs got cracked. And, like, the next scene, it's uh, we see the the daughter talking to her professor dad, professor daddy, uh, and she's like, yeah. he's like he's like a crazy person. He picked up Ron and Ron. There's like, so many broke times a, Ron broke a couple of his ribs, and I'm like. Uh, honey, I think he's just telling you he broke some of his ribs. Maybe, yeah. Because yeah, all yeah. he does is, like, he picks him up like you would pick up a child. Like, he doesn't, t- he yeah. just picks him up and holds him on his shoulder. It's like, I just, oh, he I broke think... my rib. Okay, okay man. <laughs> he's just playing it up. <laughs> okay, man. You're trying, For what? You're trying to get is a, he going to sue yeah, I was about to say, you're trying to get a lawsuit out of this, man. <laughs> yeah. Um. It. All right. I guess my theory is that Hercules has some sort of mental draw like a pull on them uh because uh, that's the only thing i can guess because either that or they're weird perverts who don't care that he's a man with a mental illness because he talks constantly like he's hercules and she says like oh half the time i don't know if you're joking if you're serious you know 
Um, and they're like, oh, you and your jokes. Mm-hmm. Oh, I like him even if he is a bit crazy, she says later. Um, and so, like, I can't tell if there's, like, some sort of spell on them. C- or they just don't give a shit. It could be. They're just like, because best case scenario, he's either, like, has a really, he's just doing an extended bit mm-hmm. <laughs> where he's thinks he's Hercules, which is lame. Like if you met someone at a college party whose bit was pretending to be Hercules, you would that would get old. Really you would fast. never hang out with that person again. Yeah, like that person would be um, insufferable. The, but then he constantly talks about family and stuff. So like the other the other theory is he's part of a cult. Like he's a man who left a cult. Um, and of course the third is I guess that he he's has he just thinks he's Hercules and he has a mental illness. Or I guess he actually is Hercules, but like they, they just, the part where he takes off his shirt and she is just like so into it. She's like, oh, wow. (laughs) Yeah. It feels like it's, that's really what it comes down to. Mm -hmm. She's just tolerating it. Mm -hmm. Uh, But do you think there's a spell? Do you think there's, he's bewitched them? It could be, uh, because- in a lot of the myths and, and shit, like they talk about how you can just like feel the divinity coming right. off of them, and he is half god, so maybe. Maybe. It's because the acting is so uh, gi- like gibberish mm-hmm. oh, yeah. in this. We're trying to figure out things that would be plot points. Oh, yeah. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, you can't base anything off of the acting in this film. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to imagine what the script said and what they're like what they thought they were depicting mm-hmm. uh i don't know man there's a uh, one more thing that i wanted to talk about uh and it's you know it's kind of related to just like how everybody fucking thinks they're going to try they're they're going to try their luck with hercules <laughs> right in this version of new york um, it's after he gets his God powers taken away and he loses the weightlifting competition and the mobsters are coming after him to take their 20 grand out of his ass. Um, and they confront him in, you know, they chase them into the newspaper factory or whatever. Uh, and it's these two schlubby mobsters, uh, trying to like dump him over a stairwell. Um, right. and there's like this, this, this big energy of like, yeah, he doesn't have his divine powers anymore. And it's like, true now <laughs> he, however yeah, it's like yes he is he's he's been stripped of his divinity so now he's just regular old arnold schwarzenegger <laughs> yeah he's just regular old totally ripped guy. right it's like i feel like the god powers are incidental in this particular matchup <laughs> That's the thing is they like beat the crap out of him they really do they a very un- beat his it's ass. a very unarnold Un Arnold thing to do, right? Arnold doesn't usually get the shit kicked out. Not of him. normally, like, but in this movie, it is like I mean, in that scene, it's two guys trying to dump him over a stairwell. But when but he actually gets beat up, Im- it's like it's like five or six guys. Yeah, but you could imagine Arnold, especially young Arnold, thinking like, "Yeah, I could probably take these." Guys. <laughs> right, because like they're not that powerful. No, uh, they, all of the mobsters are 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 varying degrees of schlubby. Yeah, <laughs> nobody, so many schlubby nobody, people picking fights. Nobody is what I would call in shape. And then yeah. you've got Arnold sti- out in there sticking out like a jacked thumb. <laughs> <laughs> Just like a thumb yeah, with it's, abs. It's like, I again, I think what they probably were hoping for 
is the idea that he's such a baby that be, because he doesn't have his god powers, he's helpless. Mm-hmm. But of course, they can't get that across. So it's just silly. Mm-hmm. It's just, oh no, he's powerless. And it's like, is he though? Is he? I mean, he doesn't have- Are those muscles fake? <laughs> right. He doesn't have supernatural powers, but like- Right. Like they're doing the thing, like one of the like the the competition he ends up losing is like a a snatch and grab or not snatch and grab. What is it? Um, oh, it's a clean and jerk. Clean and jerk. Tom. That's right. Snatch and grab. What the fuck am I talking? I about? don't know what a. I don't know. I don't know what a clean and jerk. A clean and, is. It sounds a clean and jerk like a sex. It thing. does. Yeah. It's it's the type of lift that you that they do. Clean. So it's clean and you jerk off. Like you jerk it off the mm-hmm. the weight. Yeah, it's exactly right. Okay. No, it's a it's a it's a powerlifting thing. Um, I'm still unclear. It's what they do in the weightlifting competition. You know where the big the big uh, the the barbell is on the ground. Uh, they have to. Is that the clean part? Yeah, they have to s- snap it up to their chest and then they lift it up over their head from there. It's like a two part okay. lift. Uh, so he loses that. Uh, because the other guy lifts a fucking thousand pounds and he's not able to do that. Yeah, and like that's like that's not a th- uh, an amount that real life people lift, but like, like Arnold on his own still is that when he doesn't have his power. Yes, it's when he doesn't have his power. So he can still lift right. the seven hundred and fifty. <laughs> right, he still lifted seven hundred and fifty, and Arnold in real life lifted like I think three hundred that way. Right. So it's like he's still he's still really strong, guys. He's still really strong. <laughs> like, Look, it's not a good movie. <laughs> he doesn't have his god powers anymore. Doesn't. Yeah. yeah. His god powers apparently just giving him the difference between 750 and 1,000 pounds. Right, yeah. It's like taking away Van Damme's magic sneakers or some shit. <laughs> like, we've got your magic sneakers, Van Damme. I will find a way to defeat you anyway. Yeah. Oh, great film, mm-hmm. guys. Uh, all right. I, uh, 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 second to last section? Sure. Our last real section, which is the most Arnold. Uh, what would you say is the most Arnold moment of this movie? The most Arnold moment. This is an unusual pick, uh, but I'm I'm going for it. The most Arnold moment for me in this movie is the scene when they're out on the town and he buys a piece of, a piece of pie from one of those old vending ah. vending machines. Uh, yeah, it's they're way out of date, but it, you know, you'd put it would be like I I want those to still exist. Me too. Yeah, uh, but it's basically you put coins in, you open a little slot, you reach in, you take the the food out. You could get like sandwiches, pieces of cake, like whole meals, basically like plates of yeah. food. You used to be able to do this. Um, and he pops his money in and opens it and takes the uh, the cake out, and he's he says the line is this these fine few these fine foods for such few small coins um right and that's a man (laughs) that is not what he says (laughs) he takes no he takes the cake out and says these fine and then stops couple of seconds these fine foods for few small coins (laughs) <laughs> so like he fucks up the line stops and restarts yeah. it and the scene keeps going and and no one gives a shit they can't no one nope, gives a shit nope <laughs> you know why you know why because probably because one they had to legitimately buy the foods every time they do that they're scene. stealing that shot <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, and then i would say two 
because it's probably out of like five takes the best one yeah, they got. Yeah, the, yeah. There's a shot. I mean, there, when he eats the pretzel in the in the cab and says it's the food of the gods or whatever, uh, he takes like a very very dainty nibble, and I'm like, this must be like he does. this must be take forty eight. Like, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> it's such a little nibble. But like, yeah, it's he's just trying to watch his carbs. The pure Arnold energy of just brute forcing his way through that line. Yeah, to me, it's like that's the most Arnold moment. Yeah, that's pretty good. I chose a different route. I would say the clean and jerk contest only because that is, I think, we see Arnold in his most natural moment. Mm-hmm. Meaning, like. That scene, I feel like, is the only scene where he's like, oh, I know how to do this. Yeah. Like, oh, he, a clean and jerk? Yeah. He probably taught them a thing or two. He was probably the other weightlifter. They probably had a great time on set. They probably knew what, to, you know, like, I feel like every other moment of this they film, They probably Arnold, knew each other. Like, they'd probably been in competition. Yeah, they, with he each probably other. recommended yeah. him yeah. or something. And it's probably the most comfortable he felt in the whole movie mm-hmm. making it, I think, is the clean and jerk. Uh, and that's why, because every other scene, it feels like Arnold's not quite sure. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> not, and not, not, like, not he clearly, entirely sure what's happening here. Yeah, but you got to hand it to him. He's like, I'm still having a great time. We're making movies. I want to make movies. Like, he he clearly, this is what he wanted. So he's happy, but he's he's just diving in. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, that brings us to our final section. Ooh. Yeah, uh, our rating, Tom. Uh, from from a so we're gonna rate all the movies um, on a on a scale of I don't know one to twelve knit caps. Mm-hmm. How many knit caps would you say this movie gets? Uh, probably all twelve, right? All twelve, it is. There's so you're right. No, so you're absolutely knit, right. There are it's, so many. It's a twelve capper. It's a twelve capper. There's so many knit caps in this film. There's so many. I'm gonna write this down. Mm-hmm. Uh, a, tw- a 12 capper mm-hmm. uh, for our, you know, for our records. So we know, cause uh, you know, you guys got to keep track, write it down at home too. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we'll, we'll at the end of the series, you know, we'll put it all together. Yeah. It'll be a real treat. Yeah. We'll go down the list. Uh, 12, a 12 capper right away. Wow. Yeah, right out of the gate. Yeah. Any other thoughts? Hercules in New York? No, man. I think I think it's probably time for us to to fire up the old time stream. Yeah. Is that what we're doing? Is it it's a time stream? I don't know. We're slipping in and out of the out of the Arnold verse. Right. We're in a yeah, that's our bit. Mm-hmm. That is the bit. <laughs> that's the bit. Where are we heading next? Is that like a sliders deal? Are we opening up our sliders mm-hmm. uh wormhole? It, it it can be the sliders wormhole, yeah. Yeah. Okay. They're opening up, open up the old sliders wormhole. Stay tuned for the Jane Mansfield st- story, 1980. Mm-hmm. Or he plays right? Mickey That's Hardy. clearly what we're going to cover next. <laughs> I do, I do have to watch that. I don't think we'll cover it, but no. I need to know what that, what, what the fuck that is. I mean, yeah, it's going to be. He's going to play Mickey Har- Hargitay, right? Yeah, yeah, that has to be. It. I don't know if I was a. If I was a betting man, I'd say it's going to be a Conan next, right? Oh, probably, yeah. If we're going chronologically, for the most part, we're probably skipping around. Um, I we we'll, we'll figure out exactly how many episodes we're doing in this uh, as we go, 
but like at least six, probably more. Okay. Um, I think we're probably definitely going to get to a Conan. Oh, yeah, we'll have to do a Conan. And I don't know, maybe a Terminator? Maybe, you know, maybe, maybe a Terminator. If there's time. If there's time. After we get past Maggie, because we got to watch Maggie. Obviously, yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, an escape plan. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. man, escape plan. Escape plan, sure, yeah. Fuck yeah. We should do, like, Batman and Robin. We should have stand, one, like, yeah. real bullshit one in there. Uh. But until next time, big thank you to Norm from Cheers, our producer. Woo! Uh, thank you for making this all happen. Norm did this through our Patreon. If you're interested, you can go to patreon.com slash gamefullyunemployed. Mm. We have exclusive podcasts on there like Tom and Jeff Watch Batman and Fox Mulder is a Maniac. For $5 a month, you get both of those podcasts, new ones every week. Woo! Uh, yeah, and there's also tiers where you can produce your very own podcasts, but whatever you want. They could just be for you, or they could be for everybody. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know, man. It's all up to you. It's all up to whatever you dream up in your little noggin. In your little noggin. In your teeny, tiny little noggin. <laughs> Our listeners are all <laughs> mice, I've decided. Yeah, uh, God, we have a... No, um, <laughs> the YouTube, or YouTube, the, the, the iTunes analytics, they do show how many mice oh, good. are listening. We're pretty, and we're pretty uh, strong with the mice demo. Yeah, We're pretty strong with the mice demo, yeah. Um, we also have a store at tvlog.com slash store slash gameplay employed where you can get t-shirts, masks, mugs, stickers, posters, all kinds of things. So check it out. On their little radios. Mm-hmm. On your on your little bitty radios. Little bitty putting, radios putting and computers. Little bitty AirPods and your little bitty ears. Aww. Gross. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's real disgusting. Yeah. You sicken us mice. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Let's get out of here. Bye. (laughs) Bye. Bye. Australia. 